welcome to the Design Cast, where we talk about all things design. I'm Stephen Underwood, a student graphic designer and photographer from the UK. So every Friday we will bring you the latest news in the design world, answer your questions and even interview designers and the like right here. So you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts or watch us on our YouTube channel, The Design Cast Podcast. So our main topic today is video and photo enhancing and upscaling. Um, So basically I thought I'd bring this topic to the table as I've been doing a little bit of this recently and found it really interesting. So I am going to be focusing a little bit more on video and video upscaling and enhancing. So I've been upscaling a film, I can't show you any of it just because of copyright reasons. Um, And basically I've been having a few problems and a few things I've been figuring out and I thought I'd share it with you. So. Basically, I've been upscaling a clip from 1080p, sorry, 720p to 4K, and I've been using Video Enhance AI, and I think it's a great piece of software. I've been dabbling with the trial, and I think it's working out really well. So, if you're just getting started in upscaling or enhancing, don't worry, it is a little bit daunting. But it's also great to produce great results. But there is a lot of controversy around the topic. You get a lot of people who don't like it or don't believe in it or people who completely don't agree with it at all. So, for photo enhancing, there is a lot of softwares out there. There's Photoshop, Lightroom, um, Camera Raw. They're all Adobe softwares. They have elements that can help upscale or at least increase the size. I'll come back to that. And... There's also things like Gigapixel, which is made by Topaz Labs. They have a massive suite and library of software. Um, Also, Video Enhance AI is made by Topaz Labs, which does the same sort of thing. So, really, the bulk of upscaling and enhancing is where people get confused. Enhancing is where you bring out the details, where you bring out all the little details and make them better. Upscaling is where you're making it bigger, but not necessarily increasing the detail. So Video Enhance AI actually does both. It makes it bigger, as in the resolution. So this 720p film, I've made bigger to 4K, and then it enhances it by adding in the details. However, this is the bit that people miss out on. It can't just magically add the details in. It has to be there to start with for it to actually add it in. So basically, what Video Enhance is doing is finding the details that are already there, pulling them forward, making them better, and and at the end of the day, it enhances it. So they are enhancing the video clips, but not necessarily as if you think it would. So at the end of the day, most clips you put in are good or high resolution to this software will work pretty well. The one I've been doing has been coming out pretty good. However, if you put in a lower quality clip, it won't have the details there to enhance it as much. I've even tried this myself with another clip, which is about 360p, which is quite low quality, um, almost a bit towards sort of 
um, not grainy, I can't think of the word, but almost sort of pixelated, that's it, getting towards that sort of level or very close. And I put that in and I was putting it to 720p, so almost sort of double. Um, and it came out better in places, but I had some sort of like group shots, like with a bit of distance. And it wasn't coming out that well, and I had some sort of closer up, almost like headshot clips. And they were coming out much better. Like I said, the details have to be there. So if you have a group image, the focus is going to be across the whole image or video. So it's going to be hard for it to pull out the details in everything if there's not detail there. But on a headshot or a close-up, you're going to have more details because it's going to be focusing on that one thing or those bigger objects in the image or video, I guess. So if you have like a group of three people in a, in a photo, they would be the main focal point of the photo and everything in the background would be blurred if you're using certain camera settings. Um, so basically the front would be the main focal point. However, if you had a group photo of let's say I don't know 10 people and they were all in front of the camera, they wouldn't necessarily be as focused as those three people just because of the fact that the camera or the video or whatever you're doing has more information it has to pick up so you've got more faces you've got more detail and with a lower quality clip or a lower quality photo it's going to struggle to do that because it's got a lot of information across the image and video however there is multiple ways that you can solve this so I'm going to start off by just showing you a little thing on the internet here. So this is my favourite website by far at the moment to upscale images. Upscale and enhance a little bit. Generally though upscaling. It's called Big JPEG and it's an AI image enlarger. Now, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, sadly you won't be able to see this, but if you go to our YouTube channel, you can find this episode and you'll be able to see what I'm showing. So, I haven't actually got an example, I just want to show you what the website looks like. So, if you search for Big JPEG on Google, it will come up with this website, and I use it quite a lot of the time because it helps enlarge the images and slightly upscale them. So, it's a good way of upscaling and enhancing images and it is free there is certain aspects you have to pay for so if you want to enlarge it even bigger and things like that and you can also download the app and make an account and things it's really good it's sort of my go-to website if i need to upscale a logo or something just really quickly to not necessarily upscale it but at least make it a bit bigger and then my next go-to would be Gigapixel AI, which is made by the amazing Topaz Labs. They have a whole suite of video and photo um, softwares to upscale. Um, so Video Enhance AI is one of their softwares. So Topaz Labs, um, that's the company. And this is Gigapixel, sorry, can't talk, Gigapixel AI. So if you see, I'm just moving my cursor across the screen, there's this sort of thing they have. Um, and you can see, apparently that's the original image. And this is what their software's done with it. Now, obviously that could just be marketing. I don't actually know if that is legitimately how the image looked. They could have faked it a bit or used another software. However, from experience of dabbling with this software a little bit, it is amazing. And the same goes for video enhance 
Um, obviously, the big difference between video enhancing and image enhancing is video enhancing probably takes a lot longer or will take a lot longer than image upscaling or enhancing because of the fact that a video is sort of almost like, well, a video is like several images put together to make a moving image or a moving video. But a photo is like a singular image. It's on its own, unless of course you're batching them and doing multiple, but it's one image. But with a video, it's multiple images all joined together with sound and everything to make a video. Because basically that is what a frame is. If you don't know, the basics of video is you have frames, which is basically a photo, and all those photos put together make the video. I'm not going to go into that today because it's a little bit more confusing. But that is the premise of that. And basically, if you're up, if you're upscaling or enhancing an image, it's going to be a lot quicker than if you're doing a video. It's almost instant with an image, but with a video, not necessarily as such. So, give me one second. So normally at this point in the podcast, we would answer some questions from you who have sent them in. Um, but as this is the first official episode of the podcast, I'm not actually able to do that. So I have found a few questions based on video enhanced AI, which I thought I'd answer if anyone's got any queries, because that's mainly what we're looking at today. Um, so just quickly before we do that, if you do want to send in your questions for future podcasts, and I'll answer them for you, you can send it to thedesigncastpodcast at gmail.com. That's thedesigncastpodcast at gmail.com. So if you want to send in your questions, that's where you can send them about anything design. So, let me go here. So, one of the um, questions is saying about the minimum hardware requirement for video enhanced AI. Well, this is quite interesting. This is what's going to come on to as well. Is I've been upscaling this film on my PC which has an Intel chip. Then I have an iMac which I'm recording this on um, with another Intel chip as well and I have a MacBook Pro with Apple M1 chip, Apple Silicon. And I'm gonna be honest this two hour or so film it told me when I first put it in that it was gonna take 40 hours to enhance and upscale. Which sounds like a long time, but when you consider what it's actually doing and how long it is, good quality video at 4K will take a long time to enhance, but I'll also come back to that. Basically, I then tried it on my MacBook, the same video clip, and it said it would take two days, which is incredible leap and difference. And from my understanding, that is the Apple M1 chip helping with that. And I found the M1 chip to be amazing for certain tasks. Um, and some people would agree, some people disagree, but I think it's amazing. So we can come on to that another podcast. But hardware-wise, I would recommend Apple M1 if you have it available. If not, a good quality AMD or Intel chip should be fine. It does say here, actually on their frequently asked questions, that DirectX 12 compatible GPU, so NVIDIA or AMD, or an Intel CPU from 2015 onwards is recommended as a minimum. And they recommend around eight gigabytes of RAM as a minimum. 
and about two gigabytes of VRAM. Um, so it does work on Mac and it does work on Windows and it does have M1 support. So it is a very good software in that fact. Um, so you can do batch processing as well with Video Enhance and things like that. There is also, um, let me just show you on my screen again, sorry, if you're not watching um, on YouTube, go and do so because you can see my screen there. If I go to their products, you can see they have Denoise AI, so that is supposed to be the original image, and that is Denoise, so it sort of removed all the noise, and that's an incredible result. Again, like I said earlier, it could just be marketing, but from my experience using some of these softwares, they are mind-blowing. And you see this is Gigapixel, so this is for image upscaling and enhancing. And this is Sharpen AI, it's supposed to help with blur in images, so if you want to sharpen um, elements of an image, if you've focused something incorrectly, which is a lifesaver, I can imagine, in some photos, and from personal experience. But one thing I really want to say that is key to all of this, is that if you want to upscale, whether it's photo or video, just remember that you will not ever get the same result as you did originally or you would have had with the original. So if I had a 4K film that I bought in the supermarket, it would be 4K originally filmed probably in 4K or maybe even 8K because a lot of these film companies and broadcast companies film in 4K or 8K already. But if I were to get that film, let's say, off the internet and then upscale it myself it would not be as superior as the supermarket because they have the original the master the best quality you can get but obviously you are upscaling you are adjusting it so it will make a difference exactly the same with an image if you have an image that is from from your own camera from your own photos as long as of course it's a good focused quality image it will come out good focused and good quality if you get an image off a stock image website or just Google and it's low quality, you upscale it. Again, it won't be quite the same as the master image. So I hope that has helped you and an interesting topic to explore in our first podcast since the relaunch. Um, so thank you for tuning in. And don't forget, you can visit us on our website at www.thedesigncast.com. And also send your questions in to be answered at thedesigncastpodcast at gmail.com. That's thedesigncastpodcast at gmail.com. So thank you for listening or watching, and I'll see you in the next one.